Danny and Dusty. All right, I rock smashes your scissors. With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports. Hey, what's happening, Norm? Well, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. No! The Fan. Hour number three here on Danny and Dusty on a Thursday afternoon. That means it's time for our weekly pick em. Dusty kick or Rusty, kick us off. Well, last week wasn't a good week for anybody. Two and three across the board. Is that what we were working with? I went two and three. I went two and three. Yeah, I've got issues. I got trust issues now. Mm. I'm looking at you, Commanders. Mm. That's your fault. Looking at you. You know what I love about Ron Rivera? He says that this week he's like, yeah, I'm open to looking at uh, changes on the offensive line. Oh, really? After your quarterback is on pace to get sacked more than any other quarterback ever? Wow. That Bold seems, strategy. That seems like a lot. Maybe we should look at making changes on the offense, offensive line. He also holds the ball on the ball forever. Yes, he does. Yeah. It's not all his fault. All right, so on the season, Rust is now 500, 20-20. Mm. What? No, no, no. No. No, I had already updated it beforehand. Oh, yeah, yeah so we, have, uh, we have all already. I'm at uh, 18 and 17. Never mind. Yep. Let me, let me go. Let me undo here. Everybody has been updated. 17 and 18. 18, 18 and 17. 17. Mm -hmm. And then I am 22 and 12. Yep. And one. And one. And when you have a tie, I do have a tie. I did. This it's is America, and we will not stupid let you push get away from. Your Although tie. I had a truckload, didn't I have like five pushes last season early on? I don't know. I had, I had some bad beats. I don't know. That's why the hook's a beautiful thing. It is. But and yet I took all. Not I think almost all whole numbers. No, no, I didn't. I stayed away from that. I, I did better this time. All right. Well, everybody went two and three. So Dusty, lead us off. All right, uh, my first game, I'm going to go Falcons minus two and a half at the Titans. Uh, a dual quarterback system entering the game for the Tennessee Titans is is something that I just can't get on board with. That outweighs, in my opinion, the fact that they're wearing the Oilers uniforms this week. Yeah, they are wearing those. And honestly, those are so dope. You need a lot to offset that. But also, on the flip side, Desmond yeah. Ritter is going to give up if not three touchdowns for his own team, maybe three touchdowns for your team. Yeah, um, but Desmond Desmond Ritter's two fumbles inside the one-yard line, very bad. Oof. Very bad. He's not – he's actually getting better throwing the football. He he actually is. Okay. He, he But that does not weigh the two fumbles. I, I'm going to go uh, turnover luck. I like the Falcons mm. minus two and a half I do, against I Titans. do, too. I think it's, I think yeah, it's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Rusty, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to Dallas, where uh, the Cowboys are six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Rams. I still don't buy Dallas. They're like Katy Perry, man. They're in, mm. then they're out. They're up, then they're down. Uh, give me the Rams, plus six-and-a-half. Uh, six By the way, that is a road dog. 
My first pick of the week, I am going to go, it's a stinky line, stinky, stinky, stinky. But it's also the aforementioned Commanders. So I'm going to take the Eagles as the favorites. Eagles minus sevens at the Commanders. Oh, ooh, all right, all right, all right. Um, my first one I'm going to be taking here, or the second one is Vikings uh, are one and a half point favorites over the Green Bay Packers. I like Green Bay on this one. I, I like. I do not like J- Jordan Love, uh, but they are outdoors. It mm. is that's a stinky line, and I have a little uh, factoid for you here. Eighty nine percent of the money is coming in on Green Bay. Fifty seven percent of the tickets are coming in on Minnesota. Oh, so the heavies are on Green Bay. That's winning me over. Oof. On this. That's winning me over on this. I can't trust Kirk Cousins. That's that. They're coming off money. They're coming in on off of a win where wow. they feel like they're they're feeling themselves on the 49ers. Right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, they were feeling good. The prime for a letdown on the road Oof. in Green Bay. Russ, what you got? Uh, I'm going to Mile High, where the Chiefs are seven point favorites over the Broncos. Look, the Broncos are still a mess. I don't see anything there changing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Patrick Mahomes getting a weapon back with Michael Hardman. Getting a little bit more familiarity in there, so it won't just be a Travis Kelsey show. Uh, we don't know yet if Taylor Swift will be there. Mm. Uh, it would be her first game where they're not at home, where she doesn't own a second home. Uh, so we'll see about that. Uh, but anyway, give me home. the Chiefs minus seven. Yeah, I was a little... Look, the big number lines, the, the seven and a half plus lines, have been stinky all year. Mm-hmm. But the Broncos suck something fierce. I, I'm trying to figure out how this line isn't more. I mean, granted, they had that 50-point ass-whooping, but they are minus 69 on the season. Yeah, I mean, they're nice. Nice. And it is. It's nice. I, 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 I teased that line. I almost went that way. I am going to continue riding the C.J. Stroud train. Mm. The Texans have been good to me. They have been a good bet this year. You're going Texans? I'm going Texans minus three and a half at the Panthers. I got Texans uh, as well, minus three and a half at Carolina. Two rookie quarterbacks and one of the better of the quarterbacks. And also you have, uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm just spacing on his name. Burns, the the pass rusher, Brian Burns. Brian Burns, yes. He's got an elbow injury that mm. popped up on the on the injury report. So that's got me all questioning what's going on there. That uh, Panthers so- team is Bad. They're really bad. I'm going to go with CJ uh, Stroud and the Houston Texans. Houston Texans. What you got, Rist? Uh, the Seahawks are three-and-a-half-point favorites against yeah. the Browns. Uh, no Deshaun Watson, P.J. Walker starting again. You got that at three-and-a-half? I got that at three-and-a-half. All right. three yeah. I'll move that at three-and-a-half, too. Uh, <laughs> I got it at four, so. Did you? Right. Did I? I got you got it at, three. at three-and-a-half. I'll take it at three-and-a-half. I got it at three-and-a-half. Uh-huh. Uh, and look, at the Seahawks, they've been playing well, man. They are five-and-two on the season. Uh, they lost to the Bengals, who were starting to get things right, but I don't see any reason why they can't beat Cleveland by four. One of the best defenses in the entire NFL is the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback situation is an absolute disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, Seattle's got some demons that they need to work through on on the defensive side of the ball. But uh, Devin I, Weatherspoon is not one of them. I have got well, Tariq Woolen is. Yeah. Um, I've got Seattle minus three and a half. Also because. They're wearing the throwbacks, and unlike the mm. Tennessee Titans, which are wearing the Houston Oilers throwbacks, that's my only problem. Is like you They're can't not wear the Oilers uniforms. <laughs> like, you, you, no, the Texans should be able to wear the Oilers uniforms, not you. You put your flaming thumbtack on the side and call it good, and with that color scheme, and go a, a faux back 
Tennessee. That's mm. what's going to lose them the game is that they're wearing Oilers uniforms. The Seahawks, these are your originals. Three and a half points. I like that. I like that half point is good enough for me. Home field is worth three. The half point is the throwback uniforms. There we go. And they're also going to be putting up signage around the stadium to uh, to make the look mimic the inside of the kingdom. Are they going to replace the urinals with troughs in the yeah, bathroom? That's, that's I, a, that's I have a feeling that's a bit here. too much of an expense. Cowards. How much do you really want to appease the fans? <laughs> Throw in a trough with some ice and now we're talking. We'll see. Right? Now, I'm taking everything you guys just said yeah. and throwing it in the trough. Give me the Browns plus three and a half. Oh, going against. Wait, were you were, were you expecting a round of applause for no, that? But no. I am expecting a <laughs> Browns plus three and a half. You get that one. Uh, road dog at the Seahawks. All right, um, I got my last one. I bet with the Bears last week as they knocked off the Raiders. They did. I'm going with the Chargers on this one. Ooh. Minus eight and a half. Yeah, this is a nasty line. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and I'm taking it. I'm taking it because oh. what do the Chargers do? They they feast on in games where you're like, yeah, okay, and they this game's reel you back in just enough. This is gonna be the one where Herbert goes ham. They get they're gonna rally Throws for their coach, all that stuff. Four touchdowns. Also, uh one thing that has not been talked about too much with this mm. Chargers team. They have played the third toughest schedule in the NFL this year. <laughs> now, they've lost to some pretty crappy teams, too. Yeah. Yes. But they've played a really tough schedule to this point. Uh, give me the Chargers to bounce back mm-hmm. and, and route the uh, Chicago Bears. Stop Ru- Bears. What you got, Rust? Uh, I'm going to Detroit. Detroit. They are eight-and-a-half-point mm. favorites over uh, Jimothy Garoppolo and the Raiders. Mm. Yeah, I saw this, too, and I just- and I don't know, oh. after that whooping they got last yeah. week from the Ravens, Bounce they're going to be pissed. And yeah. yeah, Dan Campbell's going to bite off lots of kneecaps. Oh, he sure is. Take yeah. it out on those, Aiden O'Connell. Those poor knees. Give me the Lions, minus eight and a half. You guys are both braver than I am. Well, I got I got two picks here because everybody snuck in the, over the mind. So. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's okay. No, you, well, you I still have one you, more to go, too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Dusty doubled in. Okay, yeah. so give me your, what's your other one? Uh, I'm going, I always got to pick my Jags, uh, my Jags game. They are three point favorites at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has been turning around and playing pretty well lately though, too. Uh, but I don't know if you've noticed the Jags have as well. They've won four straight. Uh, also this season, I am five and two on my Jacksonville picks. Yep. Give me Jacksonville minus three. Uh, actually you can get a better number minus two and a half is what I got. Ooh, them at. I will so take that. There you go. I am going to ride that Jags train. They have been good to me. As you said, they are four and two on the season against the spread. They have been a sweet, sweet, sweet. Excuse me, five and two against the spread. They have been a sweet win for me. I am also following that up with a very, very, very craptacular game where no one's at home, no one's on the road. Jets minus two and a half at the Giants. Daniel Jones is expected to play. Yeah, which means I'm definitely all in on the Jets. Hey, does uh, how does like? 55 degrees and rainy sound. Sounds like Portland. Yeah. Yeah. How, that's Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. That you sounds like the, downright balmy for mm-hmm. Pittsburgh this time of year. Yeah. You know where Jacksonville is, right? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I just to make sure you guys are comfortable. It rains hey, in Jacksonville, hey, too. You know where else is crappy at? London. You know where else Jacksonville wins? London. Uh, do you know what translates well in rainy weather is a run game, and Travis Etienne is the number four rusher in the NFL. Ooh. Okay. See, look at this. Well, I'm just saying, are you, if you guys are comfortable with Got it. anything else for Duval. me? Duval. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's helping the Jaguars cause. Oh, actually, yeah, that is. That does. <laughs> First year we... 
took it to the limit. We gotta get an update on this guy. <laughs> That's a woman, remember? I, I know. <laughs> we gotta get an update on this guy. Okay. Actually, there is an update. It's from a couple years ago, and it's a news article. And it's pretty sad. Don't. Don't oh, really? Yeah, don't look for that. Update. Now I gotta Google it. Nah, it's brutal, dude. It is, Gardner. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Said real? What was that? that was Danny just snorted. Oh, he did. I was like, I didn't touch anything. <laughs> yep. That You're wasn't me. Grab that. You're gonna have to go grab that. Uh, it's under. It's got the music bed under it, though. That's the only unfortunate thing. <laughs> I oh, tried to man. take a deep breath through my nose, and it just snorted right on the top of it. Oh my god! That's fantastic. All right, coming up next. Uh, we, there was more than just Scoot Henderson making his NBA de- debut. Victor Weminyama, Chet Olmgren made their debuts. What can we take from their game ones? Coming up next, Danny and Dusty, Danny to the fan. That's a big one. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Scoot Henderson wasn't the only top pick in action last night. As no, hold on, don't gloss over that. Don't go, play that again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my headphones in, so I didn't hear it. <laughs> Is that a mixture of both of them? God, those are both really strong. Now we need like it sounds like an actual pig. Like you need like a porky pig. That's all, folks. <laughs> God, those are great. Oh, I love it so much. Both of us had we had very good snorts. Yeah. Like full on. Great snorts. Like I just took a little I don't know, man. I guess I opened open my mouth and got like a little vacuum. Really good. A little snort action. How did you get how did you get the music out of the bed? It's just short enough. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Just right Perfect over. timing. The radio gods <laughs> oh, love it. That's so good. Good lord! All right, uh, Scoot Henderson wasn't the only top lottery pick making his debut last no, night. No, no, no. The very anticipated debut of also nineteen-year-old rookie Victor Wembanyama. Boy, he looks really damn good. I mean, everything that he that's... was hyped up to be, he's living up to all of it. Whether it was in the preseason when he's nutmegging guys on the in the open court on the off the dribble, to his ability on the defensive end of the floor, mm-hmm. everybody you know gushes over what he does and rightfully so. But on defense, he is so well rounded as a player. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Victor Wembanyama special. Yeah, his offense is the thing that's still going to take some stuff to figure out. And look. Everybody, not everybody, there were some people that got on me last night for saying, oh, you're so high on Wemby, he made mistakes. Look, rookies are going to make mistakes. I'm never yeah. going to crush a rookie yeah. for making mistakes. Mm-hmm. That's not what I do. That's the really the first three years you're in the league, I don't really crush guys for stuff because that's when you learn, man. The Spurs lost. He's a bum. Yeah. Is that you, better? And look, he Is had, that what people want? He is, had that five, what, is that honestly what people want? Like, oh, they lost. He's a bum. He's in it. No. No, he had five fouls, too. Take he was 40s. in foul trouble, which yeah. kept him off the floor. He only played 23 minutes, which kind of makes what he did last night all the more spectacular. In 23 minutes against a solid Mavs team? Yeah. And Luka yeah. was on God mode last night. My goodness. 15 points, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, a block, but it also had five turnovers and five fouls. And hold up, off six of nine shooting. Yes, six of nine shooting, including 
three of five from three. Yeah. Uh, do you know who also went for 15 points on six of nine shooting and two assists in their San Antonio Spurs debut? Yeah. Tim Duncan. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The similarities are getting a little irritating. He was already. okay. Yeah, but Wemby was... Scoot, Scoot had 11 points on 11 shots, so... Yeah, I mean, one point per shot, still, still, still good if you can find it. Over the season? It's okay. Whatever you got to tell yourself. Well, no, I'm being serious. <laughs> one point per shot's not bad. You want to do better, but... That's not good. If you're getting one point per... No, it's quite literally in, in possession. If you're getting a point of possession, you're doing okay. It's not great, but you're doing okay. Look, I'm, just, I'm giving him a rookie scale. Are um, you running out of turd polish over there? Yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> um, We're not buying it. No, right. We're not buying Anyways, it. Anyways, Wemby... Was he had 39 points on 39 shots? It's great, it's a great game. He was very efficient, didn't get to the free throw line, didn't hit a three. (laughs) Wait, what? No, that's not great. Um, but Wemby was incredibly impactful, particularly in the fourth quarter where he had nine points Mm. down the stretch, yeah, he did, and brought the Spurs back into the game and gave them a chance to win it before Lucas said, Back where you came from, young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is France, a long way. For way. those that are wondering, Luca finished 13 of 25 with 33, 13, and 10. Dear Lord. Yeah, Luca and Jokic were really good uh, in their opening nights and starting their MVP candidacy. Mm. That was that was one heck of a... a they, nobody's going to talk about the Mavericks. Because it was Wemby's night, right? Oh, the, but they the other rookie, be. the other rookie though, did get a lot of shine in Derek Lively. Yeah, Derek Lively finished with sixteen and ten as their starting big, and he's a rookie lottery pick. Not too shabby. But you're right; it was Wemby's night, and he got the coverage, and you saw him bend defenses, yep. or I should say, bend offenses. As the Mavs were like, "What the hell do we do with this?" Yep. There was a possession early on where uh, Luca got an offensive rebound, and and uh, Wembyama came down. Off of, I can't remember who it was. He, oh, it's Tim Hardaway Jr. and doubled him. And Luca, because Wemby covers so much ground, it's like getting wrapped in a blanket. Mm-hmm. Luca pumped and pumped and pumped and pumped and pumped to try to find somewhere to go with the ball because he was trapped. He didn't panic because he's a passing maestro. And he finally finds Tim Hardaway Jr., who knocks down the three because Vic's got his back turned. He can't flip around and get out and get up and block quick enough. Poor choice by Vic for doubling off immediately. Vic is Victor Winbinyama, by the way. For doubling off immediately. <clears throat> but the stuff that you saw him, like a lesser player and a lesser passer than Luca, is going to commit a turnover there. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can see how that's going to bother. And you could see guys worried about him record scratching. Like they feel his presence because he could have one foot in the paint 15 feet away and also still get out and contest your shot. That's what they call the gravity. Yeah, and it's I mean that the is defensive gravity. You just sit there and it's like everybody it gets everything gets pulled to him mm-hmm. because he's so dang long. And that's the thing is you look at that and the impact I, guys that I trust in the NBA very much have texted, called me, DM'd or whatever, just talking back and forth about Vic. And they have told me, look, he's gonna be probably a top twelve or fifteen defender in the NBA day one. Yep. And other than fouls. I I think he's I think they're right. Like and there's a it's a dark horse chance. It's a dark horse chance that Wembenyama ends up as a defensive player of the year. But he's Could go- happen. he's going to end up on the all defensive team. It was that was pretty impressive. He is an impressive specimen and he's again one of those guys that you look at and you go I don't think I'm the same species as him. No, 100%. He's, uh, he's bigger, faster, stronger, longer. I mean, everything he does you're like that is people aren't supposed to be able to do that, man. He is 
truly, truly unique in everything that he does. 100%. Well, I shouldn't say entirely unique because the other mutant, Chet Holmgren, last year's number two overall pick, made his debut after sitting out last year with a also, foot injury. Also, not the same species as me. Finished 4-7, uh, 2-3 from three. That's the thing about both these guys. Both of them can handle, put the ball down on the floor, and knock down threes at their size, which is going to make things very interesting. Finished the night as a plus 14, 11 points, four rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Uh, he did get the ball stolen from him by the big penguin, Andre Drummond, who also broke him off and mm. crossed him over and dunked on him. Uh, his body collapsed to the floor. It was tough, tough luck for the Rook. That, that was his welcome to the NBA moment. Scoot got his shot sent out by Zubach and Kawhi Leonard, which, you know, things happen. Uh, that's how uh, try me and see what happens kind mm-hmm. of situation. But Chet also very good. The Thunder beat the crap out of the Bulls last night. They beat the Bulls so bad. There was a players-only meeting. Billy Donovan walked into the locker room I love and said, that so much. do you guys want me to leave? And they said, yeah, we got some stuff to handle. And then it wasn't like throw stuff bad, but... Vooch, it's game one. Game, oh, look, man, <laughs> the vibes with the Bulls are an abject disaster. They need this to trade Zach Levine so bad. Uh, Nikola Vucevic did not touch the ball almost at all last night. Yeah, how do you it, have a players-only meeting after one game? Because everybody knows. <laughs> well, honestly, the Blazers two years ago, Chauncey's rookie year, uh-huh. had the Dame injury not happened and the green light for the trades to happen, they would have been careening down that path. Like, it would... the. It was that bad. Like, guys, they, they didn't like each other in that locker room. For a players meeting on game one. Yeah, I think it, if you didn't have Dame in that locker room, you would have been down that path. Like, and that's that happens to one team here. Mm-hmm. Like, the vibes are just, everybody knows the score. And you're just looking up going, oh, this is going to be a, this year is going to suck. I wonder who the other team is that, that could be that. You know, it happens to one, but there's somebody that is teetering on that. <clears throat> Every year as well, where they've been around each other for a long time, and it just enough may be enough, and they just start to unravel. Yeah, I mean, you give it an injury or I two. Think Philly is the next. Oh, Philly's definitely. Like if you're, I think it, I think it's Chicago then Philly of the teams that are like mm. they're relevant. I think Philly has that because obviously James Harden, but Joel Embiid should not be discounted in any of this as a guy who may be like, you know what, screw this. I'm done. Enough is enough. Are you still give are you getting plus money on Philadelphia or is that minus money? I think it's plus money. Like still. plus one hundred? Yeah. Like you're yeah, getting yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're getting close. You're getting a little bit. There's value there, but not a bulls, lot. Bulls, bulls, you're minus two fifty. Oh, absolutely. Like it, yeah, the pack, in the club. Pack them up there. That's that's a disaster waiting to happen. That's yeah. again. The, uh, there's two teams in the NBA um in the Timberwolves and the Bulls who have two stars, Carl Anthony Towns and Zach Levine, who everybody knows in the NBA are being shopped. Mm-hmm. And it's not for the same reasons, but no. everybody knows that it's like, eh, they're not going to happen. Uh, quick little note, Anthony Edwards started out the game scoring Minnesota's first 10 points. Yeah. Looked really good. I believe he finished 8 of 27 on the Nice. Night. He, oh, speaking of, that's a similar line to Tyler Hero. Actually, that's better than Tyler Hero. 7 Hero's of line. 24 for Tyler Hero in the Miami Heat's one-point victory over the Detroit Pistons. They did not cover the 9. No, they They were didn't. favored by 9. Yeah, Cade Cunningham gave them the business. What? What? A little 30-piece straight yeah. off of injury. Yeah, but uh, the Blazers lost by 11. Uh, let's keep these, or 12, keep these things into perspective. Don't. 
touch the Blazers spread this year. Yeah. Do not do it. I'm yeah. like this is not gambling advice, but it is. Do not touch the spread. It will be stinky all season long. I mean, I won with the clips minus nine. Just look, <laughs> the it, fadesers. Look, fadesers are rolling. It, look, the number will get too big. <laughs> it will. I'm telling you, it, it will, will get too big, and you're gonna go. I'll take that, and it's gonna bite you Playing so with house bad. House money right now, though. Yeah. Uh, Memphis, though, it, could I could yeah. I could I post Memphis as the West the Western Conference team that could it could just unravel Ooh. very quickly? Because remember, Stephen Adams season ending surgery. And he's vibes, and he he's the guy in the. But they got room. rid of Brooks. Yeah, they got rid of Brooks, but they brought in Marcus Smart. Yeah, but his again, his shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I know. But when he starts trying to fight people, and they're like looking around, like Desmond Bain and him are just out there, just like going the the the. The Bash Brothers style. Didn't Marcus Smart also people? try to like kick a photographer or something? He did at Oklahoma State. Didn't okay. he try to? Didn't he threaten to fight somebody in the media through through the media? Not in the media, but through the media. I don't remember that one. I think I remember him saying something about like I've been in fights before. He's like, oh, I mean, look matter. like Marcus Smart. He's been in a fight or two before. Uh, yeah. I I will offer up this team, Houston, Ooh. the team that Dylan Brooks is on. All right. They got the crap kicked out of them last night. It, well, it yeah. easily, easily the worst butt weapon of the of the night. And I loved watching it because <laughs> watching that team feels fun. Also, Orlando, super fun team, mm. and we'll get to see them on Friday here in Portland as they open up uh, the Trailblazers home game. So there you All go. Right. All right, you want to play your game? Yeah, we can do that. Let's, let's, we can let's, do that. Let's play your game. That. Which quarterback would you want? Coming yeah. up next, but first, the big Kahuna with Sports Center update. You ever had a big kahuna burger? I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. You know, I get a lot of credit for being the masochist on this show. Yeah. It's not true. What? You're the, you, I am very, very. You're the sadist on the crew. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also, I'm very forthright with it. You're, you're, you're closeted. You're evil. I'm an agent of chaos. I, yeah. I love chaos. You just like. what I like. You, you don't just, you don't just sit there and like, oh, I'm just going to roll this little tiny grenade. Like, you like to like pull the H-bomb out, throw it and run. Well, I don't know. About that? Yeah, oh, you don't know do. about that? Yeah, no. Really? Because the game you had was which well, quarterback would you want? And then you listed... No, I do. I have a lot of them. Then you listed Baker or Jimmy G no, or no, Sam No, no, stop. What, what, hold on. Stop. Oh, okay. This is... Like, there's a there's part oh, is, of it. Oh, is there, a re, is there a rhyme to your madness? Yes. Oh, okay. Go on. Well, no. I mean, there is... No, there's not. Yeah, yeah, there is because Thursday night football, you got Baker Mayfield in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Even though uh, Baker, if you've been listening to Jeff Ross sub- updates, um, Baker Mayfield n- uh, unsure, probably not going to go. Is that where we're where we're at still? Where are we at with him? Uh, NFL Network reporting both he and Chris Godwin will play despite they- being officially questionable. Okay, um, but this is where I think we're at a point in the NFL season where. We're nearing the midway point for most of these teams. Uh, Bye weeks are are backing that up a little bit. But we're at a point where it is S or get off the pot for a lot of franchises, right? And there's a lot of quarterback play that you sit there and you go, okay, we trash a lot of guys. We talk about a lot of guys, but 
let's go through some of these quarterbacks that are in the NFL and say, well, okay, who would you take here? And we can kind of like work our mm-hmm. way up and we can do by the process of elimination, find out. Uh, and I, I went through and I got like 12 quarterbacks because there's some of them like rookies like C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. We'll throw those guys out, right? You don't really know all too much. And Anthony Richardson or Gardner Minshew, that's not a conversation that no. we're having right now. But there are some viable guys who are, all right, who would you take? And there's the bona fides of guys that we know we're going to take. Who would you take right now? Would you rather take like Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo? Who would you rather have lead your team right now? Baker. Baker, right? Baker. Okay. Jimmy is, and we have the journeyman tag on mm-hmm. on Baker Mayfield, a guy who can't cut it. But actually, right now, here we are almost halfway through the season. You would probably take Baker Mayfield over Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think it's even a probably. Okay. Now, Baker Mayfield or Sam Howell. Sam Howell, who is on pace to get sacked more than anybody else in the NFL, a guy that in maybe in the history of the NFL, mm. and one of the reasons is because he holds on to the damn ball for too long. Yes, and that's been noted. He was holding on an average of over three seconds, which is unheard of in the NFL. Don't want to do that. No. Get this, the ball out quick. And this isn't like, oh, the offensive line is crap. It's like, it's not great, but it's not the worst line in the league. Yep. So, like, you can't hold the ball that long, buddy. Yeah. Um, still on Baker. You're on Baker. Yeah. Baker Mayfield or Desmond Ritter? Oh, God, Baker. You're going Baker Mayfield yeah. over Desmond Ritter. I think that's a little bit tougher now that you see the, like the turnovers in the red zone for Ritter. Mm-hmm. I go back and I go, guy is still really young. He's a third-round pick with like first-round pick expectations to him. He is, he is growing. Sure. He is growing. Still going with Baker just because right. you, you give Baker weapons. Okay. He's shown that he's, he's good. All right. Uh, Baker or Justin Fields? Oh, Baker. Okay. Not even close. Baker or Mac Jones? This one's a little dicier. Uh, God, do I like Baker Mayfield? God, am I a Baker guy? See, and like we, the yeah, maybe. I, I think I maybe am. you I'm do going, because going Baker, I might. He's a, he's more of a creator than Mac Jones yeah. is. Mac Jones is a manager. Baker will be a creator and kind of get 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 you around the field. The point of this game is not to make you into a Baker Mayfield guy, but it is to kind of highlight you know tonight. You've got them on the road, and he's going to be banged up, and there's a lot for Buffalo to prove. He's not that bad. Uh, Baker Mayfield or Tyrod Taylor in in New York with the Giants? Because mm. Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones, I think you're probably going to be looking at Taylor moving forward. Yeah, if if you're asking Even, me which despite, of those guys. Despite what Brian Dayball will tell Daniel Jones or the media. Also, um, you know... Tyrod Taylor is not a young quarterback nope. who's been in the league now for 13 years. Uh, I'm going to go with Baker over Tyrod, but Zach I'm definitely Wilson? going Tyrod over Daniel uh, Jones. Jones for sure. Um, I want to believe in Zach because every now and then he shows you a throw where you go, well, damn, I guess that's why they graded him out so high. But no, I'm sticking with Baker. Deshaun Watson? Baker. Deshaun Watson. That forgot story to play football. is getting weirder and weirder, too. I, I With don't... like he he told the media he goes I'm not sure when I'll be able to go again and I'm not sure how long this is going to linger. That man is just counting knows. checks. That's all he's doing. Well, Michael Vick. Wow, well, wow. Michael Vick went to jail and came back and played better. You got Kevin Stefanski, his head coach, is saying, "No, the MRI showed he did not have a setback. He's got some re- residual swelling, and it's more just kind of when Pain when he feels sure, comfortable." Yeah. But Deshaun Watson is like, it's a rotator cuff strain, which 
on your throwing shoulder for a quarterback. Certainly awkward. Dicey, right? But he's saying can't push the ball, can't throw the ball. Um, and that's concerning. Because, I mean, did you like, see the interception he threw? It's bad. He was one for five for five yards. Oh my goodness! It was a it was ten yards short, and it wasn't yeah. like it was he couldn't step into it. Like he just threw it, and there was nothing behind it. Uh, Baker Mayfield or Jordan Love? Oh Baker, I, uh, Jordan Love is I, I I'm I'm as out on him as I am Justin Fields. Baker Mayfield or Derek Carr? No, I don't think this one's close right now. Uh, I wouldn't take Derek Carr right now. I'll go Baker. And then Baker Mayfield or Russell Wilson? Baker. I, I'm like, so far out on Russ. Th- like, this is kind of the point of, in Russell Wilson, how far he has fallen. Oof. I think that that if you were to ask about who would you take, Russell Wilson or any of those quarterbacks, how far down the pecking order Russell Wilson would be is probably at or near the bottom. I think Fields. You uh, wouldn't like, take... Im- immediately, it would be no to Fields, no to Love. That's it. And that's it. And you're taking all... <laughs> I'm taking everybody, everybody else, else over Russell Wilson. Yeah. But here we go with Baker Mayfield, and you, you're going to take him over like the, some of the young bucks, like a... Taking him over the field here. Bryce Young, and yeah. you'd probably take him over C.J. Stroud right uh, now for I, right now. I think even right now, I think that's the one. Okay. That's the push line for me is probably C.J. Because Stroud's done some He's, stuff this he, season. He like, actually has been Not even good. like for a rookie, just been like a playable quarterback. Yeah. Josh Dobbs, Baker Mayfield. Ooh, that one's tough too because Dobbs has been mostly. He's good. coming back down to earth. Yeah, he did play like crap last. He's coming week. back down to earth. There, and look, a lot of quarterbacks can, are really good until you get a book on yeah. you. Yeah, and Baker has shown that he can conti- continue to do it. Baker was we we need to flush him out to the other side. Well, he's 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 not great. Baker Mayfield is not a great quarterback, but right now. We just put him in the middle of the pack of NFL quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL right yeah, now. If you told me he's Think the about 16th that. best quarterback in the league, I, I'd go, mm, okay. We, we did that list as 12 guys that yeah. we put Baker Mayfield in front of. Doesn't include the rookies. Doesn't include Gardner Minshew, who is starting in place of Anthony Richardson and is just a stopgap kind of guy. He's not. We know what he's not. We know what Baker Mayfield is not. Baker Mayfield isn't, you know, Patrick Mahomes or... Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin uh, Herbert, any of those guys, right? But he's also not—he's not in the dredges of the league. Like, I mean, you're taking Baker Baker's, over a lot of these guys. Baker's 19th in total yards. Yeah, and he's played one less game than basically everybody in front yeah. of him. The only other guys who have played uh, six games in front of him are Geno, Herbert, and Stroud. Yeah, uh, he's completing sixty five percent of his passes. He's got a two to one interception, a touchdown interception rate. Like he's been good. Like if if he has another normal game, uh, what's he averaging two thirty a game? He's gonna be top fifteen in passing yards. And this is the crazy part about Bake about what we do with quarterbacks, right? Expectations are what kill our our views of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Expectations uh, that. Or ours, not sure. not of those players, yeah. and we give up on guys far too early. Look, right? is he the Heisman Trophy winning top pick guy that everybody expected him to be? No. Is he a, a if you're telling me that Baker Mayfield next year was either a the the top backup or another like we talked about his fifth possible team? Wouldn't surprise me one bit. But also, if you're looking for a stopgap, there's I don't think there's anybody better right now. And this is where, well, I think the stopgap, the best stopgap quarterback in the NFL right now is a guy that is not playing like one, 
But if we're being honest, Jared Goff, right? Jared Goff is not playing. And then Jared Goff is a great comp here. Sure. Jared Goff right now, he's averaging 271 yards per game through the air. He's fifth in total yards so far this season. Like, <laughs> what got he? Goff is he's eleven to four touchdown interception ratio, right? Mm-hmm. Like he is he is playing really good football. He has less interceptions than Patrick Mahomes, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Tua, even Kirkers. Like he is he's, he's third in attempts. He's playing really Damn good like football. He's throwing right the ball now. and he's dry. Like, this is not, oh, dink and dunk and the Lions are breaking plays. They're driving that ball down the field. That's crazy. Crazy to think about. And that that's just like if you get in, in this as Jared Goff, he was written off in LA. You can't you can't win the big yeah. one with him. And he still might again, not be able to win the big pick, one. Top pick again. Another guy who written off gets kind of rebirth and there you go these guys are playing really good football that's interesting both of them that people were just like cast away throw them away they they can't play and are they going to be the josh allens or to us no but you know what though can you win with them you'll win your kirk cousins with them just don't try to put expectations on them i like it all right don't put any expectations on us we'll be back after this don't danny dusty 10 of the fan Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Hey, remember when uh, the city of Salem found out they had an arena football team? Barely. Well, apparently they do have an arena football team. Oh, and it's owned do. by Kayvon Thibodeau. That's who owns it? Yeah. Look at that. I don't think that's a great investment, they, Kayvon. They, they put out a press release and everything. It's the uh, Black Bears. All right. But the AFL okay. is back. Arena football. Arena going to football. Sa- Where are they playing? Do we know? Uh, the press release did have the it. Salem well. Pavilion. Thank you. Not the Armory. Where's that? Not sure. No idea. <laughs> Does anybody know where that is? Do people in Salem know where the Salem Pavilion is? I, you know, this could be like a, uh, uh, what's the made-up high school? Bishop Sycamore situation. Uh, it's at the State Fair Expo. Oh, okay. There you uh, go. It's probably where they do equestrian. But they're the, they're the Oregon Black Bears. Have and another the, bunch of turds the, in there. The logo, Dusty, for you. Yeah. That's a cool logo. It's a cool logo. It's Does that look bear. like a bear? Does that look like a wolf? A bear wolf. Bear wolf. Oh, yeah. the Oregon bear wolves. See? Oregon wolf bears? Wolf bears. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Ceilings look low in the Salem Pavilion. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's going to be a ground game. Yeah, well, I'm just worried about how you kick off in here. It looks like they've got the HVAC running right through the middle of where you're going to be kicking off. Could be problematic. Not my problem, though. Mm. Hey, good for Salem. You got a pro sports team. Sure. That's what we're going with here? Yeah. NFL player will be there. Are you going to watch the game tonight? Yeah. Uh, Everybody get ready to lie to yourselves and say how happy you are and all this stuff. Um, we will all be very sad. Damian Lillard and the Milwaukee Bucks make their debut tonight on national TV TNT. against the Philadelphia 76ers. I am happy for him that he gets to go to a place that wins, but that doesn't mean that um, I'm happy that he's out of Portland and it's just pain. Definitely not happy that he's gone, happy that where, where he's at, and I hope to God they go out there and beat the brakes off the 76ers. Guys, I've got something very special to mm. tell everybody out there. What's that? Tomorrow mm. is Danny and Rust. It is. Big Will Ortner is going to be in the, the producer's chair. 
Rusty's going to be in here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be on my way to Salt Lake City. So you guys have a great show. Indeed, I'll be enjoy. listening. Up next, four hours of power radio from their mouths to your ears. Primetime with Isaac and Suk is next on The Fan. Mm, bye. <laughs> Rush! Loud noises!